Hello, and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley, and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real-life challenges, the real-life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013, where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space, and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number 44. Now, I just feel um, a breath of fresh air as I come into recording this episode. We're winding down towards the end of the year, but then gearing up for the start of a new year. Um, And I feel like there's a fair bit of talk uh, with my clients that I'm working with in regards to setting up for 2021. Um, And I wanted to hit record and give you some thoughts on preparation for your business. Um, I definitely feel a breath of fresh air as a whole because, you know, gyms are finally reopened for everyone here in Australia. Um, And for us here in Victoria, we're coming into our fourth week being back in after eight months of closed down. So it's starting to feel like we're just getting some normality back into the, the part of our lives that we love so much, which is training, health and fitness, and then obviously running a business in the space. So 2021 is just around the corner, um, November 29th today. And I definitely think that there's a fair bit of talk coming up around preparation for the new year. And that's exactly what I wanted to talk about today is putting your best foot forward for the new year um, and giving you some tips and, and little points um, in order to do some reflection work and make sure you're set up for the new year. So, um, you know, I personally run my business from financial year. So end of June to the following June. Um, that's how I tend to run my financials. However, I do go ahead and with the new calendar year, as I do, do I do a lot of reflection um, and a lot of reassessment around where the business is at because obviously it's halfway through the financial year. Um, and I want to make sure that I'm on top of where I want to go for my full financial year goals. So even though I run it from June to June, um, it's such a natural point in time to go ahead and reassess in this calendar year. So 2021, um, already we're starting to see a massive shift in the industry here in Australia. Um, There is a lot of coaches that are not going back to commercial gyms. There's a lot of coaches that are now sitting up in their homes, in their garages, outdoors. Um, and, and I, quite frankly, I think this is quite exciting. Um, I think it's, you know, with all the COVID stuff, I think it's showing a lot of coaches that there's so many other possibilities and op- other opportunities out there. Um, and if you don't want to run a business in a commercial space, you don't have to. Um, alternatively, we are seeing a number of client, a number of coaches going back to obviously commercial gyms. Um, and I'm 
personally starting to see the ones that are returning back to commercial gyms, they've got a they've got a fire in their belly. Um, and I definitely think it's it's been a point in time where it's sifted out a lot of shit kickers, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing in our industry. And I think it's really proved to the industry who really wants it and who's really willing to, to work for it. So coming into 2021, there's a number of things that I think we should definitely take the time to reflect on and make sure we set up for the new year. Um, and some of them might seem very, um, what's the word, like just duh, like they might be pretty easy to understand, but I think that it's important for us to do so because we are business owners alongside coaches. Um, and when we're into, you know, the, the hustle and the work mode of coaching and, and serving our clients, it can be really easy to drop off and forget a lot of these um, really duh type tasks that we should be doing or some of these things that should be in place within our business. So first and foremost, coming into 2021, um, I think it's important to understand where your business is at. So I'd be taking a, a, a whole scan of your over your business and looking at your capacity in your books. You know, having a look at how many sessions you can be can be running, how many clients you can be having on your books, and really just getting a full, honest overlook over what is going on. Um, and you know, that gives us a really good opportunity to go, okay, cool. I've got the capacity for five more clients or shit. I wasn't doing as well as I thought that I was. Um, and I've got a lot of clients that are away or inactive. Um, so I think if you go ahead and start looking at how much you're earning, how much you want to be earning, how that then equates to obviously how many sessions you want to be, you need to be running and how that equate can equate to how many clients you need to be having on your books. I think it's important to just get get a super honest look around what is going on. Um, and especially with your earning capacity, have a look because COVID's been a really interesting time. I would encourage you to look at, on average, the last six months and the last 12 months, as opposed to obviously just having a look at the last few months because COVID has been a completely different time for the fitness industry. So have a look at your earning capacity. Get an average over where you've been at from month to month. Have a look at some of the patterns that have been coming up. Um, and really get an idea around, okay, cool, this is what I've been earning. But the reality is, is that I want to be earning X amount. I want to be earning minimum $2,000 per week. And in order to be earning $2,000 per week, I need to be running X amount of sessions. X amount of sessions can look like X amount of clients or X amount of group sessions or semi-private or whatever it might be. The major point with tip here, number one, um, and focal point number one is understand your capacity, understand your books, see where you're at. It doesn't matter where you're at because just get your blanket of where we are and then we can start to build and start to get some strategies in place to fill our books. Okay, so that's number one. I encourage everyone, whether you're fully booked or not, is to scan everything, have a look at your current client base and also have a look at clients that might be kind of coming in and out. This is actually something that I've done recently in my business as we came back into COVID. Um, we did a bit of an assessment around active clients and inactive clients um, because we really needed to get an idea around how many more spots do we have available to welcome ladies into our community um, when we opened our doors. So we had a few clients that were inactive and we made a decision to be super proactive around either making them a yes, they're going to be active or a no, they're going to be inactive because either way, 
it's fine. Yes is great. No is okay. It doesn't matter what the answer is, but I don't want to have spots in my business that are a question mark in a gray area. I need it to be a yes or a no so that I can know completely what is the capacity so that then when we have people that are inquiring about training, we can obviously say yes or no as well. Um, Because in my facility, we are like 95% fully booked. Um, and we are a capped facility, so we're not going to have hundreds of clients in my gym. Um, so I really needed to just close down people that were either not going to train in the near future or were, you know, on hold for whatever reasons and just make decisions on that. Um, and it was, when you're doing something like that, it can feel a little bit scary and it can feel a little bit like, oh, you know, what might this person say, or they might come back or lots of question marks around it. But the end of the day, like we had so many people that were inquiring about training and I'm not necessarily going to leave things open for question marks when there are other people that are rearing to go and so keen to get back into training. And I want to say yes or no. Um, And that was one of the best things that we've done recently is close down inactive clients, um, sort out exits if we need to, and then welcome new people into our facility. Um, So yeah, that's point number one. Know your capacity, know your books, know what your earnings are, and then you've got a position on going, cool, I need to fill this many spots. It can look like these X amount of one-on-ones, or it can look like a semi-private or whatever it is. Just know your numbers, know your capacity, know your books. Number two, the second thing that I think we all need to be looking at, and this is not just a one-time set and forget, it is something that we should be doing on a regular basis, is I really think we should all have a look at our admin documents and have a bit of a scan to see if we need to update anything or if we've got more knowledge that we can incorporate or if we've changed terms and conditions or whatever it might be. So when I say admin docs, I'm talking about things like consultation forms, Um, assessment forms, your assessment structure, terms and conditions, waiver and release form, client check-in forms, um, any kind of like monthly reviews or measurements, any sort of admin documents that you will use on a regular basis. So back-end type documents, which are the things like your consult forms, your assessment forms, terms and conditions, and then front-end forms as well, whether it's measurements, if that's what rocks your boat, Um, skills testing, fitness testing, monthly reviews. I really think that this is such a beautiful time to review everything, see if you can make some changes, get it ready for the new year because you might have done your admin docs back end and front end um, like years ago when you first got into the industry. And if you're still in the industry, you will have learned new things. And some of the stuff that you put in your documents earlier might not resonate with you anymore. So I think it's really important to go ahead and do that. Um, And that's actually something that we did in our business recently as well as we came back into COVID, as we did a bit of a scan, we looked at our assessment protocol again. Is there stuff that is working? Is there stuff that we can be changing? Um, What more do we want to see from these particular forms that's going to help us be the best coaches and then obviously program for our clients more effectively? Um, And we found that with our assessment forms, we kept like 90% of it, but we changed a few little things. Um, which was really, really helpful. And it just means that when we're going through that assessment process, the myself or my gym manager that are running majority of our consultations, the coaches who then take those clients on have just got a bigger, wider net of information in which to then serve our clients. Um, also, I am haven't done it yet, but I'm going to be in the process of going ahead and putting something into my terms and conditions around inactive 
uh, memberships within our client base uh, because when we were closing some of our inactive clients down that were on hold or wanted to take periods of time off or whatever it might be, um, we actually had a significant amount of money in credit. And it's not my money, it's my client's money. So I wanted I want to include something within our terms and conditions forms to say, you know, if you're going to be inactive for a certain period of time, then this money will then be void, etc. Um, you know, something like we will... Uh, you know, we will contact you to then go ahead and make a refund. However, if you don't respond to us, then it is a void payment. So I just like to keep things nice and tidy. Um, I want to account for everything in my business, whether it's a credit or a debit. Um, And I think that looking and reassessing some of our forms has been a good process to go through. And I encourage you to be doing it as well, because things do change. Um, And as you stay in the industry longer, you know, your expectations or your ethos around work, your working conditions might change as well. Um, and, and that's okay. So you have more information and you can do more things. So go ahead and make sure that your admin documents actually reflect that. So the thing that I want you to think about here is like your backend documents, um, all of your client, you know, organizing type things, then your front end documents, admin docs, which is going to be the stuff that is going to be client facing. So I'm talking about the documents that you'll use on a regular basis that are like, you know, um, tools that you can pull out all the time, different review documents that you might have. You might not use them for everyone, but at least you know that they're in your, you know, your hub of information. Um, you know, they're relevant and you know that you don't have any typos, um, and they're relevant for where your clients are right now. So that's number two is go ahead and just spend an afternoon should even have a wine in the sun. If that's what, you know, does it for you, have a wine, sit there, sit by the pool and just scan everything and just, just, you know, it's, it's going to be something that is boring. Um, but hashtag boring matters. These things need to be done as well. So that's number two, number three, what I think is really, really important to be doing and reflecting on during this time is to have a look at what's going on with your products and services and your pricing. Have a look at what you offer within your fitness business and make sure this it's still relevant. Make sure that the product or the, and the service that you're offering is still relevant to your clients. Um, you know, have a look at the values inclusions. Do you want to add some more things because you've got um, a bigger base of knowledge now? Or do you want to add more value that is going to help your clients more? Do you want to take some things out of your products and services? Do you want to completely streamline? Do you want to go ahead and increase your prices? Do you want to make sure that, you know, you tidy up all your prices? Because it's not uncommon for many coaches to have people on completely different prices. Um, And quite frankly, as you expand and scale, that is a nightmare and it is confusing as fuck. So now might be the time to get everyone on the same prices and do a little bit of an increase if you feel like that's appropriate. Um, And just, you know, scan over what is actually included in your services. Is the value included in the services things that are built around your client's needs? Is there stuff that's in your services that is just a load of shit now or is not relevant and that you can remove because no one's using it anyway? Is there new things that you want to include in your values, new resources, um, you know, all of those type of things that are going to be driven by the needs of your clients? So I think it's important to take your services So your services, obviously things like one-on-one training, semi-private training, then you might also have products. So your products can be things like apparel or eBooks, you know, nutrition, nutrition work that you might have alongside your ongoing services, 
have a look at all of your products and services that you include within your fitness business and just scan it, even rate it. Is this shit relevant right now? Is this hitting the mark? Is it getting my clients' results? If it's not, and if it's not resonating with your clients, it might be a bit of a chance to rejig and and put a fine tooth comb through it and make some changes to it. So that's your third thing that I think we can be looking at is product services and then pricing is really, really taking the time to just understand that what you are offering is actually solving, serving and providing value to your clients. Um, And if it's not, what can we be doing to change that, update that, spruce it up a little bit or streamline or even cut it back a little bit? Because the thing with products and services and pricing is that value is not always the answer. It's not always the answer to go more, 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 add more, more, more. You might actually be offering too many things within your products and services and nothing is landing. I think it's more important within a service, let's just say one-on-one or semi-private, I think it's more important to include value points within those services that actually matter and that are actually pivotal to your clients. So you might have skills testing within your one-on-one service every 10 to 12 weeks. You might, if this is what does it for you, you might have measurements scheduled in as a value point every four to six weeks. You might have a one-on-one catch-up within your one-on-one service that's a separate session every four weeks within that service. You know, I think it's important to not overload it because when you throw shit at a wall, nothing will stick. Have a few core value points that actually matter and that are actually pivotal and going to help your clients go forward. So scan everything and think about, maybe think about a client that is engaging with your products and services well. Think about what they're engaging in, why are they doing so well, what part of your services are working for them, and what can you take from the information? And on the flip side, what isn't working so well? What's not resonating and how can you change that? Okay, now next one. Um, I think it's really important at the start of a calendar year, just like the New Year's resolution is um, that commercial gym trainers get really fucked off with. Um, they, you know, they go ahead and make some really good intentions for the year. I think that's important within a fitness business is to go ahead, look at your long-term vision and look and see where you're at. You know, do you need to be kicking yourself in the ass a little bit and realizing that you didn't achieve anything last year with respect to your long-term goals? Or alternatively, are you still on track with your long-term goals, but you need to make a little bit of a change and pivot a little bit? So I think it's important to check in with your long-term vision of where you want to be in the industry. Um, And it doesn't necessarily have to be long-term. It could be short to mid-term goals, but take that time to go, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to go. What is in the middle of that? What are the things that I you know, need to be looking at and starting to address? And who do I need to start becoming in order to do these things so that I can actually get fucking closer to getting towards the long-term vision? Because I think with long-term vision goals is that we you know, create all these big lofty things within our head and the, the chunking it down, the reverse engineering, the looking at the segments of how we're going to get there does get pushed aside for 
everyday operations and everyday demands. So go in and have a look at what is that major vision that you have for your business and your life and really, you know, be honest with where you're at. What did you do last year that pushed you forward towards your long-term vision? And I don't think we should be doing this once a year. I think it's really important to be more consistent with long-term vision because like I said, in our fitness business, Things like normal everyday tasks, programming, talking to our clients, obviously running sessions, playing admin, blah, blah, blah. Long-term vision can just get pushed aside time and time again because it's not it's not like needed to do right now. A lot of those things we need to do right now and that can take up our time. So take this time now to reassess at the start of 2021 or at the end of 2020 to go, uh, these are my long-term vision goals. Um, you know, I'm fucking failing where I'm going or I am on track. And then let's start to segment down what are these chunks and these milestones along the way, just like you would do, do with your clients, guys. What are the milestones along the way that we can be striving for that's going to bring us closer to our long-term goal? Um, two more things that I want to address is the next tip that I think is really, really important is to take some time to reflect where you're at with your business in terms of who you are working with, who you're attracting, and what you're putting out into the ether, what you're putting out into the social media world. So really start to explore and define some of the answers like, who am I working with? Who do I enjoy working with? I enjoy working with this person because I don't, you know, uh, no, sorry, stop and I'll rephrase that. So the questions that we want to ask is we want to explore why we like working with this person, what specifically do we enjoy about this person, is it their work ethic, is it their goals, is it their attitude, I think it's important to stop and address the people that we work with every single day, you know, the people that are within our business, because at the end of the day, like, this is our business, and this is the work that we do constantly, so if we're not going to enjoy it either, like, what is the fucking point, so take the time to look at your current client base, Look at who you're working with and really define the ones that you really enjoy working with and quite frankly, the ones that you maybe don't enjoy working with. What is it that you don't enjoy so much around some of your clients? There's nothing wrong with feeling like you're not resonating with some clients because as you stay longer in the industry, as you grow, as you become more um, clear on what you do and who you work with, you can start really targeting who you want to come into your business because we don't have to be casting a big net and taking everyone on as we as we do when we first start training and being a coach. We can, as we continue to stay in the industry, get more specific, you know, tailor our training more, attract the certain people that we want to work with. But we're not going to be able to know these things if we don't take the time to understand who we are actually enjoying working with and what is it that we enjoy about those people. So get, you know, ask some questions around who you like serving, who you want to work with, who you don't want to work with. What is your, you know, what does your business stand for? What are the values of your business? Um, what are the major struggles of the clients that you like to work with? What are the things that they're working towards and what's considered a triumph for them? Get to know your business on like a messaging point of view. Get to know your business and the clients that are in your business um, from some of these really more, 
more detailed um, detailed points, okay? Because if you really enjoy working with a specific client and you really enjoy doing certain things within your business, then we want to encourage you to be doing more of that. And we want to be building a business that is around the things that you enjoy. So take this time through number five to work on your business messaging, you know, what your values are, your ethos, what you stand for, what you don't stand for, who you want to work with, who you don't want to work with, um, the clients that you do want to work with, what is a struggle for them, what is a triumph for them. Just get to know your business and your clients within your business that you enjoy working with more and more and more. Because the more that we know them, the more we can attract people that are like them. And then it's a win-win. They're going to get the results that they're after. Um, because they enjoy the training modality and the training with you. And you're going to enjoy your work as well because you genuinely like working with them. So that's a big point uh, for 2021 is this is going to encourage you to take a journal, you know, go to the beach, go into nature, just tune out, get some white space, white noise, and tap into some of these deeper level questions. Um, Because at the end of the day, this is your business and I want you to enjoy it too. Um, Now, the last thing that I think is important to look at coming into the start of the new year and end of this current year, um, more so now because 2020 has been a complete fucking, you know, we've all lived it. It's been extremely hard. I think it's important to understand where you're at and get an an honest check with your personal capacity. Are you just like so fucking tired and so on your ass that you need to take easing into 2021 with a bit in a bit more of a chill energy. You know, if you are just exhausted and your own personal health is starting to suffer, maybe that means that you don't hit 2021 with, you know, big campaigns of launching a semi-private or even though you might have space to fill, you take it slowly and, you know, you don't put all these lofty ex- expectations on yourself of signing 10 new clients within the next within the first month of 2021. Um, I think we just need to take that time to go, my personal capacity is fucking fried. My personal capacity is rearing to go. You know, you had some downtime in COVID. You had a lot of growth in COVID by doing a lot of courses and a lot of learning, and you're just ready to put your feet on the ground and go. Whatever, wherever, you might be a mixture of both, fine, but we just want to understand where we're at. Okay, because if you are completely tired and you just put all these big expectations and you don't reach them or you do reach them and you just don't realize how much stress and how much time and energy that loads onto you, you know, give yourself a couple of months of hustling. We all know the coaches burnout or we all know that, you know, that complete fucking just whole body tiredness. That's where you can go. Alternatively, if you haven't been working that much during this year and you feel rusty and you feel like you need to get your hands back on the tools, so to speak, and you just move into 2021 really chill, like, you know, if we think about muscle growth as an example, in order for muscle to grow, we need to have a stimulus and we need to apply some resistance in order to create that adaptation. And if you're just going to mosey on into 2021 and you've been a bit lackluster throughout the year um, and you had the capacity to be growing and you're not going to push yourself a little bit harder, then you can't expect your business to grow either. So think about like, think about, do you need to have a resistance applied to you or do you already have so much resistance applied to you because of the feels from COVID that you need to have some more recovery time? Wherever you are, 
just consider where you're at and be honest with it. Okay. So think about if you need to hustle a little harder, if you need to move a little bit more slowly. Um, And everyone's different. Like that's the interesting thing about obviously this time in COVID and 2020 2020 as a whole in the industry. Um, It's really hit everyone so, so differently. Some people have completely flourished in 2020, while some people have quite rightfully so um, had to take a number of steps back in order to just get up in the morning. So just check in, just check in with where you're at and understand what kind of speed you need to move in coming into 2021 and then start making plans around that. Okay. So we are the end of November um, and 2021 is just around the corner and the industry, we're seeing people come back into the industry now. Um, as far as clients and new clients coming into the fitness industry, I can only speak for Australia here, but it's roaring, you know. Um, it's not as, well, uh, some coaches are thinking that people don't want to purchase training right now and they're not ready. I, I disagree. I think there are so many people that are rearing to go. It's really highlighting for so many how important health and fitness is. Um, and how important communities are. So be ready for 2021 because there are clients that do need help. There is opportunities for you to grow your business and to capture some of these people coming into the industry and to really help and serve them because 2020 has been a kick in the face um, and it's been a, a time where a lot of people have reflected. So it's your chance now for the end of 2020 to take some downtime to do some reflection. And even if, no matter how you're feeling, whether you're rearing to go or completely on your ass, I still encourage everyone to take some time at the end of the year to do that reflection because naturally so a lot of our clients do take some time away going on holidays. Um, and I think that if there's a natural kind of down and a natural lull where people start to go away, don't think you have to hustle and push, push, push through December and January. Like take that natural downtime and that natural time to reflect because if we're hustling all year long, um, eventually it's going to burn out. So I hope that's given you some stuff to think about. Um, For me personally, as a business owner, I am deep into this kind of work right now. Um, I have been doing this work and this methodical kind of goal setting and methodical reflection work for many a year. So as you can hear, we've already implemented some of these things. We've already reflected on some of these things. And I'm going to be doing the same work through December so that come 2021, we, you know, make sure we know where we're at and we then have a good idea around decisions that we'd be making for the new year. So if you have any questions, um, you know, come and follow me on Instagram. My handle is womeninstrength underscore. You can get me on my website at womeninstrength.com.au. I love to hear from you. I love to have conversations. So if you have any questions, please hit me up. Um, But apart from that, guys, 2021 is around the corner and we will be fucking ready. I will speak to you soon. And thank you so much for listening. 